from 99.9 The Fan. This is The Drive with Tim Donnelly. Sponsored by Coach Pete at Capital Financial Advisory Group. Visit us at CapitalFinancialUSA.com. The North Carolina Tar Heels were just caught by a trap game against UVA. Their reward for being caught in a trap game is the opportunity to prove that they learned their lesson. Georgia Tech, on the road. This game with just as much on the line, by the way, right? ACC championship game still within your sights, uh, being conference champion still within your sights, all those sorts of things, but you're on the road. Georgia Tech has played the role of trap game once already this season when they beat Miami after Miami didn't take a knee. Uh, But that actually already took the sizzle out of one of your earlier games because that Miami-UNC game would have been bananas if Georgia Tech didn't beat Miami. So, so this is a road game against a team that North Carolina should beat. But North Carolina cannot, 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 I absolutely uh, can't emphasize enough that they cannot think of it like, oh, good, we need a game like this after UVA's disaster. Right? They cannot think, oh, good, we, we need a get-right game. Thank goodness we're playing Georgia Tech. If you think like that, UVA could could beat you twice, but more importantly, you, you could really watch all of your goals disappear. That's for real. Everybody gets one, right? You got your your get out of jail free card, your video game free life. Everybody gets one. Right? The college football playoff is essentially a double elimination tournament all season. You lose two, you don't have a shot. You win, uh, you lose one, but you win your conference championship, you still have a shot. Y- you used your one. Right? Think of it like Pac-Man. You, you, you got one extra life, you used it, you're on your last life. Now, from a gameplay perspective, like if we just look at this, not like the, the to me this game is more interesting when you look at the the between the ears, right? The motivation, the focus, the locked in nature uh, uh, that they will or will not have on the road. To me, that's the real challenge for North Carolina. Can they treat it the way they need to need to treat a game like this? There's also this element of something that we've been tracking, and it's been it's been an interesting ride which is the pass rush of North Carolina. The pass rush is going to have to get after Haynes King and specifically early in the game. Haynes King is top five in the ACC in passing per game. He is not a player that was around Georgia Tech when they were a triple option team. Mm -hmm. He is a player that was one of the top ranked recruits in the country at quarterback, and he's come to Georgia Tech to bring the passing game, and he has done that. If you let him hang, if you let that passing game hang around, they can get hot. UNC is sixth, sixth in the ACC in sacks. So you may be like, why are you, hey, Tim, why are you bringing them up? They're sixth in the ACC in sacks. That, that sounds like somebody getting it done in the pass rush. Why would you act like they might not get it done in the pass rush? You want to know something absolutely crazy about the North Carolina pass rush? They are sixth in the, they are a Above 50, uh, the, the, the average, right? Mm-hmm. They are a better uh, than most pass rush in the ACC. Top half. 50% of their sacks came in the first game against South Carolina. Mm-hmm. They had nine sacks against South Carolina alone. They have 18 on the year. 
That is good enough to put them sixth in the ACC, but let's be real. They should have 10 sacks, right? If you take out that game and just replace it with their average of the rest, you're looking at significantly less, and you're not sixth in the ACC. Now, again, I'm just I'm just going to – this is tennis right here. Ready? I'm going this way and that way. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep you on your toes. That's not to say their pass rush stinks. Kamen Rucker is legit. He is sixth, not just in uh, – sorry. I don't know why I said I'm saying sixth because they're sixth in the ACC. Mm-hmm. He leads. He is first, which is not sixth. He is first in all power five edge rushers in quarterback pressures. Yeah. He is number one. So it's not like they stink. It's that they haven't actually gotten home, and 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 he is pressuring the quarterback a ton. But as as you know, anybody who's ever been overworked by their boss would say he's only one man. <laughs> yeah. Well, I've I've always brought up or I've brought up consistently with, when we talk about ACC cons and cons, mm-hmm. and my confidence with UNC defensively for them has always been their ability to get off the field in third downs. Mm-hmm. Now, sometimes again, those quarterback pressures and hurries. They don't result in sacks, but they're throwaways yep. or whatever it might be, or the the running or the quarterback has to scramble and they only pick up a yard. So yeah, it's not quite a sack, but you could still be effective in different ways. But we'll say against Virginia though, Virginia's eight of eighteen on third down, which actually was the best conversion rate all season against of any team against Carolina. And they also were two of three on fourth downs as well. So they were actually able to so, extend yeah, drives. So eight of eighteen, but if they they pick up two of so on of their 18 third downs, 10 were picked up on third or fourth. Yeah. So they're above 50% conversion rate on third or fourth down, which any coach will tell you you can't give up over 50% of your, your conversion. Yeah, exactly. So it was like the the one time this season we saw that from their defense. And, and again, Georgia Tech has a passing game that if you let them hang around, they can get hot, mm-hmm. right? Ask Miami, right? Yeah. It only took him what two, three passes to go the length of the field in thirty seconds after the the knee debacle. Y- you need to put them away early. Couple sacks on the first drive or first two or three drives, and and, and a couple touchdown passes from Drake May or long touchdown runs from Amari and Hampton. And I'm not sure Georgia Tech will be able to, uh, you know, keep up or catch up. But if you let them hang around, you let them hang around, you let them hang around, they could play spoiler in the way of, well, if you're going to let us hang around, we'll make four plays in the fourth quarter, and that's all it's going to take. You know, what we were talking about with the Canes earlier, right? They might not be able to feel like they they played a better game for four quarters against North Carolina, but they could steal one in the fourth quarter. Yeah. They could steal one. Don't let them steal one. That's what Virginia did. Make no mistake about it. Virginia – I don't believe was the better team. I think most of the time you watched that game, you were going, ah, North Carolina's a better team. But they were around it in the end, and, and they held on and stole one. Don't let them beat you twice. The drive with Tim Donnelly here on 99.9 The Fan. Let's pivot to another ACC game. Which, by the way, how about this? I feel like Duke is just in so many rare territories this year. There are only two top 25 matchups on the slate this weekend. One of them, Duke football, visiting Louisville. It's again, it it just. I, I host the uh, the Pack Therapy podcast, which there's a, a new episode out yesterday. Uh, it's myself and and Mike Lennon, NC State quarterback and uh, former NC State quarterback. And uh, 
there is an element every time we bring up Duke as like this legitimate contender, which with absolutely no disrespect intended, it's just like, oh, wow. Kind of sounds funny, right? Just It's just they're in an unusual place. It's seeing a zebra in the, the grocery store. It's like, oh, that's kind of weird. Are you ready for the big game? At The Designery, we can help you arrange your kitchen in the perfect way to feed everyone coming over for the big game. I'm Dana Merrill, the owner of The Designery in North Raleigh. And I am True Merrill. I am the project manager. The Designery is a lovely kitchen, bath, and closet remodeling company. We do pretty much any of the utility spaces in your house. If you want to store things in your cabinets, if you want to work on things on your countertops, if you want to uh, have a floor that can get wet or muddy, we're the place to help help you fix your home up. We are the Designery North Raleigh, located at 3030 Wake Forest Road in the Holly Park Plaza. We would love to see you or visit our website at thedesignery.com. The national media, actually, you know what? Let's take a step back. Duke is once again playing a top 20 team, okay? Uh, Louisville is, is one of four teams in the ACC that still have one loss which means they're all really vibing or vying, I should say, for the second spot in the ACC championship game opposite of the the undefeated Florida State Seminoles. Duke is once again playing a top 20 team, but this one has so much less buzz than last week. And that, again, is why I remind you, that's why they used all their, am- all their ammo last game. That's why they risked re-injury to Riley Leonard by putting him out there against Florida State. Because everybody was aware of what was on the line. The national media was updating the status of Riley Leonard seemingly every day leading up to the Florida State game. Heck, they were updating it leading up to the previous game against uh, NC State. Well, guess what happened? They've been pretty radio silent on Riley Leonard this week. Right, you can search for updates. Like, is anyone even asking Elko what is going on here? Like, who's got the source that says he's at practice and looking good, or that he's not practicing, or that he's in a boot? We, I felt like we knew what that guy was eating for breakfast leading up to the Florida State game. We, we, it's radio silence now. Yeah, I, I try to search for updates, try to talk to some different people. Like, nothing. It, it's just it's, it's nothing. They've had this this year. Primetime ABC game against Clemson. Mm-hmm. They've had game day slash primetime ABC game against Notre Dame. Mm-hmm. Primetime ABC game against Florida State. Now they have a 3.30 ESPN game against Louisville. Now, last year, two years ago, that'd be like the biggest game of Duke's season. This year, it's it's the fourth most buzzworthy game of the first seven games of their season. It's just another game now. And they still, by the way, they still have every ability to play in the ACC championship game. But they were chasing something bigger. That's why they went all out for Florida State. That's why the world cared more about that Florida State game. They were chasing being the story of the year. They were chasing being the dark horse. Oh, my gosh, I think we have to welcome them into some conversations we weren't expecting to welcome them into, team. That's what they were chasing. They wanted to be the the Colorado of the first month of the season. Right? They wanted everybody to rally around them, and they threw absolutely everything they had on the field, and it didn't work out. Right, They didn't win the game. They were ahead in the third quarter against Florida State when Riley Leonard got hurt, and they couldn't hold on to win. It didn't work out, but they, you know, the, what's the saying? Smoke them if you got them. They smoked them all. Now, this week, a bit more under the radar, which might be nice. 
Virginia Tech won last night against Syracuse. But I'm not sure you expect Virginia Tech to finish with just one loss in the ACC. Sarcasm noted. I do not expect Virginia Tech to finish with one loss in the ACC. They still have to play North Carolina, and I expect North Carolina to win that game. Mm -hmm. So if you're Duke, listen to me. You beat Louisville this weekend on the road, a little bit quieter game, and you beat UNC later in the year, which is a tall task, but Duke-UNC, you know how that goes. Then you take care of business against the the teams you should take care of business against. That's Wake, UVA, and Pitt. You're in the ACC title game. You're there. Congrats. You've made it. If I if I told Duke at the beginning of the year that at this point they would have that situation staring them in the face, I believe they sign up for it. Now they let their eyes get big going into last game, and I believe they should have, right? What 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 are you doing this for if you're not gonna go all out and, and go big or go home? I get it, but still you're in a in a lovely place and you're a little bit more under the radar. Now you have to look at Louisville as what they are. Formidable opponent, but far from unbeatable. I'm not afraid of of Jack Plummer in that offense. Matter of fact, I got an up-close and personal look at Jack Plummer in that offense when they played in Raleigh against NC State. NC State's defense bottled them the heck up. Louisville came into that game averaging 43 points per game. Over their previous two ACC games, they were averaging 47. They scored 13. NC State's defense is very good. Don't get me wrong. Duke's defense is very good. If I'm Duke, I'm setting the bar there. I'm saying 13 points. Let's beat that. Yeah. Then you can look at a hobbled Riley Leonard if he's able to go. Again, they've been very close to the vest with the updates on him. Or you can look at Henry Bielen and say, can you get us 14? (laughs) Yeah. As a former quarterback, I love it. As a former quarterback, I absolutely love the idea of, hey, if we get to 21, I think we can win by two scores. That takes all of the pressure away, right? It's the definition of the the three-kick game. Three-kick game is we don't care how the offensive drive ends as long as it's one of the three kicks. A punt, a field goal, or a PAT, right? Just do not turn it over. We will not be aggressive on third or fourth down and, and going for it and, and turn it over on downs. All we need to do is make sure it ends in a kick, a punt, a field goal, or a PAT. Here is something interesting. I love interesting things. So the line, the betting line, mm-hmm. Louisville was a four-point favorite. They were minus four. The line jumped from minus four to minus six and a half. Louisville favored in this game. I, you, the, you know what the assumption would be there. Well, here's the thing. Some books aren't taking any prop bets on Riley Leonard either. So the assumption is that that, that Leonard would not play. Uh, yeah, I was going to say. The sports books, I always say this, they have secret – Rappaports and Schefter's, not actually Rappaport and Schefter. Yeah. Their own version of. They have insiders that instead of as soon as they learn something, they they call up Sports Center or NFL Network. As soon as they learn something, they call up the sports books and the lines move. I would assume any line movement of that you would you say it moved three and a half or three? Two and a half points. Moved but two from and, minus what? four to minus six and a half. Okay, so it moved two and a half points, but it moved across a very important number, which is six, right? When it mm-hmm. when it jumps across six points. Um I'm not sure there's many other reasons other than than something like uh you know a big weather event 
uh, or a quarterback being in or out that would move a line that much rapidly. Um, and that happened today, by the way. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So, again, I can't tell you what to believe, but I can tell you what the evidence and, and clues and connect the dots looks like. That looks like Leonard would not be playing. But, again, if I'm the Duke defense, I know Louisville has a, a good offense. Don't get me wrong. But if I'm the Duke defense, I'm putting it on me to say we're not giving up. I'd be a little bit more realistic than like 13. I'd say we're not giving up more than 20 points. And I'm looking at the Duke offense and whether that's, uh, you know, the the what is it, more and more and Waters or the the running game, whether it's that offensive line or and I'm I'm going hey if you guys can put up 21 points we got it. Henry Bielen, if you're stepping in for for Riley Leonard, don't worry about having to sling it for for 280 yards and three touchdowns. Worry about protecting the football when when you get the ball in good field position, staying ahead of the sticks, right? Staying ahead of the down and distance. Don't let first and 10 become second and 13. Make sure it's second and seven. Make sure it's third and four, right? Keep everything manageable, and, and we'll take care of the rest. What's the point of like what's the point of having a great defense if you never win a low scoring game? Like if, if in baseball you're gonna score eleven runs a game, what's the point of having your starter throw a complete game shutout? Right? It, it's the reason why you have a great defense, which I believe the, the the Duke Blue Devils have. And I believe Mike Elko is one of the best designers of plays on the defensive side of the football in the country. What's the point of having that if you never lean on it when when your offense needs you to? Louisville's a good team. I think Duke has a good shot. And if they pull it off, everything is ahead of them. Everything. 